How's it going, y'all? Welcome back to the Simple But Extraordinary Podcast with your host, JT Payne. And uh, today we got some exciting things in store for, for you on the show, uh, especially with this special guest, the man, the myth, the Mr. Cruz, Robert <laughs> Cruz himself. Uh, so how's it going, Robert? Not much, JT. Uh, yeah, just going day by day, but uh, I wouldn't say myth and legend. Uh, that's just, you know, for a later time, hopefully, <laughs> as, you know, life goes on. But doing well, man. How about yourself? Just living the dream here, living the dream. Um, just can't complain. Had, uh, had a little fun weekend now, and now we're back in the swing of things, enjoying, mm-hmm. enjoying life. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, all right. Well, Robert, uh, I think the best way to start out with is, you know, tell tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and then uh, we can hop into, you know, in the nitty gritty and we'll go from there. Yeah. Uh, so, hi, everyone. My name is Robert Cruz. I'm currently a senior at Texas A&M, uh, majoring in sport management, minoring in business. Also currently an intern right now for my last semesters. I'm graduating uh, here in this next month in May. Um, so I don't usually like to, to let people or tell people this when I say when I'm interning, uh, just cause I don't know why it just feels like I'm showing off or something, but, um, I'm actually interning for the Dallas Cowboys right now in their ticket sales and service department. Um, so ticket sales is definitely something, uh, in which I'm very interested in and in going, which JT knows all about that route, <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, yeah, so currently an intern for them uh hopefully uh you know that turns into something full-time uh in the next next coming weeks uh but yeah i mean that's basically me uh, i've known jt through our sport management org sms shout out to them uh where he was the goat the the goat president uh <laughs> during our time there so uh definitely you know got to build a relationship with him and um, very excited to be a part of this podcast episode today. Uh, you're doing great things with this uh, this podcast, JT. I've been, you could say I'm basically a fan at this point. <laughs> Listen to all your episodes. Hey, appreciate Robert. You know that is some high praises coming for you, man. Um, but you know, I won't say I'm the goat, but you know, I tried to do the the best I could there at SMS and try to make an impact on others. Um, but you know. You hit on something that you're you're doing right now, and that's uh, you're working for the Cowboys, and that is uh, pretty dang cool. So, yeah. did you ever think you would have the opportunity to be able to work for the Dallas Cowboys? Yeah, I mean, I I think about that every day when I'm like walking to the stadium. It's still pretty surreal, I will say. Um, you know, if you did ask me you know, four years ago or even before that, that one day, you know, I'd be interning for the Dallas Cowboys. I would have thought you're, you were insane, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's been surreal. Uh, this internship's been a lot more than what I hoped for and, and dreamed of. So I've definitely been enjoying it, you know, every single day. And yeah, again, I, if you told me that four years ago when I first went into college, going into sports, I, I would have thought you were crazy, but here we are today. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, like you hit to like you go into the stadium every day. So like me personally, I walk into Kyle Field. And I, like, I think yeah, it's pretty cool. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean that's yeah. Kyle Field is also just 
you know, it's an amazing place and a lot of good things happen there. Uh, you know, we got that 74, 72 overtime game and <laughs> a lot of, a lot of history in that stadium. So, I mean, that's one good thing about sports is, you know, having that, that ability to, you know, just walk into a stadium if you do work in that team side of things uh, every day. So it's pretty surreal. Nice. Nice. Were you, uh, were you a little nervous walking in the first day there at Jerry's World? Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> uh, just because uh, uh, I felt like I, I had some high expectations uh, going into the internship just because it was uh, presented to me without really without an interview. It just kind of got through it uh, from networking. And, uh, and so, yeah, I mean, from day one, uh, it was definitely pretty nerve wracking. But I mean, now it's now it's gotten more calm and, you know, it, and now I'm, I'm just enjoying it, you know, every single day. So. Awesome. Awesome. And you hit at there basically that you didn't even have to really do an interview process. Right. And mm-hmm. like for the people that are still in college or, you know, they're still trying to look for a job right now. Like what would you be one of your advices to give to them to be able to, you know, have that experience of, you know, where you made that connection and you had that trust with that person. Like, how would you describe that process to them? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so, I mean, one, one phrase I, I go by, um, is, you know, I'm sure you've heard of it as well, but you know, it's basically, you know, it's not about who, you know, it's about who knows you. Um, ever since I've heard that, you know, I've, I've kind of stuck by it. And so, I mean, one, one piece of advice I would have to, for someone, you know, starting out in college and trying to make, you know, a good career out of it is network, network as much as you can. Um, you know, and once you have made that connection, try to keep it, um, whether if it's, you know, checking in on that person, like every month or every three months, just try always making that, that conversation with them every once in a while. So when an opportunity does come up, you know, you're, you're always, um, on their mind. Like for instance, with, with my situation, I first connected with, uh, with someone in our team, our sales manager, uh, Brett, shout out to him. Uh, he's also my mentor, uh, now, but, uh, I reached out to him through LinkedIn, sent him a message introducing myself and, got on a phone call with them and it led to, you know, coffee and then following up with them, it led him to, you know, him bringing me out to the stadium and introducing me to the team there and uh, his boss, the director in which I connected with him as well. And I stayed in touch with them throughout my four years. And surely enough, when, you know, I was looking for an internship my last semester, they, they had me in mind and they brought me in. So um, really thank, very thankful for them both. Um, they've shown me a lot that definitely put their trust on me. And that's kind of where I was going with it when I said I had high expectations going into it. And it was just, you know, having them not regret that decision of bringing me in. Like I, I wanted to be the best intern they possibly could ever ask for. And from, from their, from what they've been saying, it, it's looking like that right now. So, you know, <laughs> I'm hoping to, you know, still continue that with these uh, next few weeks of it. That's awesome. I mean, like you are literally, that is the definition of how to network and 
Um, as y'all can tell, it wasn't just overnight. You know, like Robert said, he connected with them on LinkedIn. You go in for coffee, and then he gets introduced to others. Like, that is the optimal way to do it. And you're doing it with probably the most profitable sports organization in the world, too. So, mm-hmm. with that coming with the most profitable, right? Like, what are oh, the yeah. things that you would say that they've taught you about ticket sales or just sales in general? Because they are the most profitable. So, like, what, what would you say is, like, one good uh, tip they've given you about that? Yeah. So, um, let's see one good tip I would, I would say, uh, so when it comes to obviously, you know, you're, when you're working for a team like that, you know, you, you want to be, you want to be known as, you know, the best franchise in the world, you know, as you're one of the most profitable franchises in the world. So it's all about, you know, when, when it comes, when we have our season ticket holders, I mean, it's mostly made up of, you know, diehard cowboy fans and, I mean, we literally have season ticket holders from like from outside the country that are, you know, wanting to attend these games. So, um, I mean, one tip I've learned was just kind of like besides knowing the product itself, it's just, you know, how, you know, ways to to introduce the product to, you know, a, a new prospect or um, or just, you know, when it comes to renewing their season tickets, you know, just kind of ways to you know, have some convincing. And I mean, the brand itself already says a lot about, you know, our franchise. I mean, the brand helps us, um, you know, sell. I mean, this, I mean, we're this next season, I mean, we're looking like we're going to be sold out for this next season already. And that's just mostly because, I mean, it's the Cowboys at the end of the day, like it's the number one brand in the world. So I mean, just getting to know and learn that um, has definitely been awesome, uh, an awesome experience. Awesome. Awesome. Well, yeah, I mean, you that's very true. Well, everything you're saying there, it's just the brand speaks for itself doing that. Um, and speaking of the brand and everything, um, did you grow up a Cowboys fan? <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, so I, I actually – at first I, I, I was a Cowboys fan, uh, grew up with a family, you know, who was diehard Cowboys fans. Uh, and I mean, I will say to this day, I am still a supporter, uh, not necessarily what you call a fan. Um, uh, not like one of those diehard Cowboy fans, but, uh, if anything that kind of ruined my interest just cause growing up, you know, you always hear we're, we're every year, we're always going to win a Super Bowl, but <laughs> uh, you know, throughout my time, I mean, that's just at the end of the day, that's that's every team, right? I mean, you want your team to win a Super Bowl every year, but uh, you know, those Cowboy fans take it a little bit to the extreme. Which, I mean, I don't blame them. A, a big team like that, you know, you you do expect some something, you know, like a Super Bowl. But I will say, I am a supporter, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice, nice. Okay. Well, um, that you know, that, that you're talking about how you're supporting and things of that sort. Um, do you live around the Dallas area? Right? You live around the Dallas area, right, Robert? Yeah, so so I'm about, I'm about a, an hour away from our stadium, so I tend to make that commitment uh, every morning. But, I mean, that really doesn't bother me as much. Uh, usually a, a good long drive tends to wake me up in the mornings. Um, so, I mean, I try to 
being the first one there and the last one out every day. Um, just, you know, again, and that just goes with the motivation of, you know, trying to be the best that I can be for this internship and hopefully, you know, exceed expectations. Did you just say you drive an hour a day? Yeah. So I drive an hour to the stadium and then an hour back. <laughs> so, uh, which is, which is why, you know, I asked you if we can have this, <laughs> this uh, podcast episode a little late in the, in the net, in the day. So <laughs> just needed some time to get back home, you know? <laughs> wow. That I will say that is some dedication, Robert. And uh, I will say, especially with the gas prices right now, man. Yeah. And that's who <laughs> oh, I will say, I am so thankful for my car right now. I mean, literally <laughs> That is my car is literally a life changer. Like I mean, it goes good on gas mileage. Uh, Nissan Ultima. If you don't, if y'all don't know, if the listeners don't know about that Nissan Ultima, it's what I drive. It's what gets me through every day. Yeah, huge lifesaver, especially with these gas prices, man. It's it's crazy. <laughs> I mean, Robert, I've seen you whipping out in traffic, man, and uh, you <laughs> and that gas. That gas and that dedication to drive an hour every day to be able to work for the Cowboys, it tells you about something, right? You, yeah. you see something there. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. That's awesome, man. Um, so basically about like the Cowboys and things of that sort. Um, but when you were here in college, like what would you say is something that you help yourself out to be able to get to the position you are today with the Cowboys. Gotcha. Um, so, I mean, ways I, I helped myself out during my time there was just, I mean, again, it goes back to that, that first question. I mean, it's all about networking. I mean, it's all about, you know, who knows you. Um, so, I mean, that's, so one of the ways I, I helped myself to, you know, position myself into where I am today is, you know, continuing to, to connect with as many people. I mean, I, I mean, that was kind of my focus, my freshman year, I will say, um, just kind of being around some people that already had some connections, uh, going into college because of like connections from parents or just family friends. Um, just hearing all of that. I mean, that just kind of brought a sense of urgency to myself into thinking like, wow, like I, I don't know anyone. Uh, I definitely should reach out to some people and just, you know, create my own network. I mean, cause at the end of the day, it's again, I mean, that's literally the, the one piece of advice that was shared to me from so many people, um, you know, in our sport management department. And like, even when I was connecting with people, that's literally the one piece of advice they all had to share was, networking and so you know freshman year of of my time in college uh that's been that was my my focus was you know i i would set an expectation to myself of messaging probably like 10 people a day uh, on linkedin or email if i had an email and just kind of introducing myself and basically giving my elevator pitch um and just, you know, asking if I can, you know, have them or talk to them and have a personal interview with them. And next thing you know, most of them, you know, most of them don't respond. You know, you may get like 20 no responses out of like 
30 messages you send out. Like it's, you can't expect, you won't, ex or you shouldn't expect a response and everything. But um, for those people that do, you know, um, they're, I mean, at the end of the day, I get it because sports, it's a very, well, it's a lot of work. So like if they don't respond, I, I take it as the way of they're probably busy, um, which was great for me because I also started building a mentality that said like the worst thing someone can say to you is no. So I was, after that, I wasn't really hesitant to reach out to anyone. Like I would reach out to anyone from an entry level, someone who's in an entry level position to someone who's a vice president for a team. And so just kind of, you know, setting myself up and networking with as many people as I can, uh, has definitely helped me, um, in putting myself in the position that I am today. Um, and I still connect with those people. Like I still send emails to them every once in a while I still text some of them every once in a while just kind of check you know just checking up on them and seeing how you know work is or even their personal lives just asking about you know how they are um in general especially during COVID I mean that was a great time to check up on people because I mean that was a very difficult time for almost everyone oh everyone in the world so um yeah, so that, that I would say that's kind of the way I, I helped myself put myself in a position where I am today. Awesome. Well, hey, you're still you're still a senior in college, man, and you are sound like you got your uh, you're staying on your two own feet. And uh, you talked about something though that I just want the listeners to hear. What is your elevator pitch, Robert? Give you give us your thirty second elevator. Oof. Pitch. Ah, I knew you were gonna put me on the spot. I mean, it. <laughs> I will say it has been a while since I've used it, so it's gonna be a little rusty. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, here it goes. So, uh, hi, my name is Robert Cruz. I'm currently a sport management major with a business minor um, at Texas A&M University. Uh, I am very passionate about uh, a career in ticket sales, corporate sponsorship sales, or digital marketing. Uh, some of the experiences I have that uh, lean towards those. Uh, I've interned with the Bombers slash Brazos Valley Calvary. Shout out to them. Uh, and their head of ticket, as a head of tickets intern, um, in which I was able to sell for them and also work in the ticket operations side. Uh, I worked for Learfield at Texas A&M Ventures uh, with our sponsorship team. Uh, had some experience with the sponsorship sales process as well as sponsorship um, services. Uh, I dedicate my time into connecting with as many people in the industry as I can. Uh, try to do as much volunteer work as I possibly can to get that experience. Um, I would love to have a personal interview with you at least. If not, uh, you know, usually I would be like, here's my resume uh and stuff something like that you know <laughs> mm -hmm. okay okay yeah like i said it's a it's a little rusty you know it's been a while but gotta you know i gotta write one back up again i gotta write my script up again <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean like on the spot those type of things it's just it can, it can be difficult because there's just so many things you can talk about you know um, yeah no and it, go ahead yeah no and it, it yeah and like you said it the more things you have to talk about the more it is tougher because, you know, you're trying to fit it all in 30 seconds. Um, but that's also, you know, a learning lesson right there. You know, always 
no matter, you know, what you've been doing, you always got to have that elevator pitch in mind in case, you know, someone asks about it, even if it's over a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I mean, you just never know. You just never know when you're needing to pull it out. It might be an actual elevator. You never know. Yeah, um, that's true. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Robert, you are speaking the truth here. Um, but let's talk about some something back here in college as well. Um, what, because you talked about throughout college, you had a, a feeling for doing ticket sales, right? Yep. What, what drew you to do or wanting to do ticket sales here in sports? Yeah. So, um, I would say a big part of that was from, um, my mentor, uh, Brett, who I connected with. Um, he's currently a sales manager at the Cowboys. Um, he's, he's taught me a lot about, you know, that's sales, what all goes into it, the sales process. And even during this internship, he's been teaching me a lot and taking me under his wing. Um, but you know, throughout my time in college, you know, I, it's always, you know, trying to figure out what exactly interests you, um, as a career. And that's, you know, something I, I tried focusing on throughout my years there was trying to get a feel for, you know, any experience I possibly could, um, and just to kind of figuring out like what exactly I wanted to do. And so, um, you know, I, I would say he, he played a big part of it. Um, just kind of showing me again, what was all going into ticket sales. And now, you know, with this internship, I, I really loved the, the aspect of, you know, connecting with, um, your season ticket holders on not just like a transactional level, but, um, you know, a personal level and just kind of building relationships, putting a, a name or a face to a name, um, stuff like that. I, I really enjoy. And, um, I mean, even at, at times, you know, it might get a little rough when you're getting a phone call from one of them upset about, you know, how your team is performing. But I mean, I mean, I've learned that people just want to be, you know, listened to at the end of the day, which, I mean, I totally get that. I mean, we all have those days, but, um, yeah, I would say a big part of it was, uh, from my mentor. Um, and then again, I, I've done some of my own research, you know, I've listened to, um, other podcasts, uh, such as sports sales and coffee. And I try reading a few books over it, just, you know, trying to get to know more about it. Um, so, uh, it's definitely been probably really interesting. And I, you know, I, I tend to be a, a person who cares about building relationships. So, uh, I thought it would, it was also a good fit. So uh, I would say that's probably why I was, uh, into sports sales, but okay. yeah, no, but I mean, I could ask you the same thing, JT, you know, since you got, you do have a career in it right now. So what, what, what made you go that route? Yeah. Um, for me, ticket sales, I didn't really know in college until my sophomore year of like what point of sports I wanted to do. Like I knew I wanted to be in sports, right? Mm -hmm. um, but my came from the LSU seven overtime game, my sophomore year of college. Um, it was me, my mom, and my friend Matt, and my friend Mary. Uh, we were at the game all together. And it was my mom's first ever Aggie football game in person. And just to see her excitement of – on her face it, it just at that moment I knew 
um, I wanted to provide opportunities for families like I had that day of yeah. to see my mom so happy doing it that way. Um, so whenever I sell to someone, I know that they are going to be bringing their family because generally people um, for Aggie football usually buy about four tickets. That's probably the average. Mm-hmm. So it's your typical family size doing that. Um, so being able to have that opportunity to provide them Saturdays here in, in Aggie land um, is definitely something that makes it pretty easy to sell because I'm super passionate about. Um, but I think that it comes down to, are you passionate about Because in sales, if you're passionate about it, you're not going to sell it because you just don't believe in the product. So mm-hmm. um, like you believe in the product with the Cowboys because of the brand and just the aspect of being able to go to Jerry's world and enjoy a Cowboys game every year. Mm-hmm. Um, like even the Cowboys fans just have their own, I, I would say stereotype, you know, um, of being super passionate and knowing that the Cowboys are, they're, they're going to win the Super Bowl this year, you know, they're going to win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, but it's, it's awesome what sports can do to bring people together. And I think that's what our two jobs do is be able to provide the opportunity to have people come together. Yeah, no, definitely. And it's, it's honestly, it's awesome when you, you know, just kind of when you're selling, uh, you know, when you're selling tickets and seeing it, you know, when the season begins, like you just kind of think to like, wow, like, you know, I was a part of making this, you know, what it is like, for you, you know, when you see Kyle Field all packed up with fans, like, you know, you just think to yourself, like, hey, like, that was, you know, I, I had a part into all that and creating that experience, you know, for all those people that, you know, are attending the game and get to experience, you know, what Kyle Field is like. And, mm-hmm. and I will say it's it's a crazy at- atmosphere over there. It's It's, yeah, it's something different, but... Yeah, no, I, I get what you mean. Uh, and yeah, obviously you can't really sell if you're not passionate about the product. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, that's awesome, man. Um, yeah. yeah. And when you were saying your answer, I was like, wait a minute. I was like, he did talk about this in one of his episodes. And I was like, <laughs> but I was like, okay. I was like, his, you know, his listeners can get a, a reminder as to why. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, that's why. I'm doing this podcast is for people to help out find their why, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's always a good reminder for people, for me to tell people my why. Um, so speaking on that topic, Robert, what is your why, man? Why as to like what I'm doing, what I'm doing or. Yeah. I mean, like, why do you do your, why do you want to work for the Cowboys? Why are you, wanting to help out others to be able to come see games there. Like, why are you doing the thing, the internship with the Cowboys right now? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, it all went, it all goes back to the beginning. I mean, I, I just kind of, you know, again, and it was like, if you had asked me four years ago, like that, I was going to be interning with the Cowboys. I would thought you were insane, but, uh, (laughs) But yeah, I mean, that just, I mean, it's just, so, I mean, for me, I, you know, I grew up, uh, you know, not knowing what exactly I was going to 
do with my life and um, had a lot of people along my journey, you know, who believed in me, knew that I was going to be, you know, someone one day. Um, so, I mean, everything I do has been for those people, you know, such as your, like yourself, you know, those who believed in me. Um, obviously, I do it for myself as well. But um, just those people knowing, you know, I'd, I'd do something great one day. Um, that's also that's been a huge part into what motivates me every day, what gets me up in the morning, you know, ready to go get this hour drive all the way to the stadium <laughs> early in the morning for. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, I do it for them. I do it for myself. Uh, as to, you know, selling, you know, I, again, I, I just love building relationships with people. Um, and like we said, you know, creating that experience for them. Um, especially, you know, at, in Jerry's world where it's just as big as an atmosphere as Kyle field. And it's, yeah, I mean, it's just creating those experiences for them along with, you know, f trying to, you know, be someone in the sport industry, you know? So, I mean, just doing it for the people that I love doing it for the people that believed in me, trusted me, um, and also just doing it for myself. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, that's very, that's very passionate. You can hear his voice y'all um, about like why Robert wants to do sales, why he's the person who he is, is he's one to help others but also to it. You know, some in this world, you need to do stuff for yourself too at the same time, because we can't love each other. if We don't love ourselves. So yeah. um, that is, it's pretty awesome. Just to hear that in words, Robert, what you were saying there um with that for what is your why um but i want to flip the conversation a little bit just a little fun question i like yeah. putting a little fun question here <laughs> um have you met jerry jones ah uh, so 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 far i've actually met stephen jones <laughs> okay okay um very nice guy um so i actually am going to meet jerry jones soon along with the rest of the jones family uh here here within these next few days so uh we'll see how that plays out uh very excited for that getting to meet the man himself mm -hmm. okay are you uh next question are you nervous uh as of right now no uh it's more of excitement but i'm sure you know when that when that moment comes i'm gonna be like oh dang like Jerry's in the same room right now, you know, <laughs> man, man is a business genius. You know, you got to give him some credit there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's, uh, that's definitely, you know, equivalent to, you know, saying like, if I met Jimbo or, you know, yeah. similar to that, it's just, there's a per like we put these people such on a platform. It, it, you know, makes you realize, Hey, they're human too. At the same time. Oh yeah, no, definitely. Um, and that's, you know, when I, when I met Steven, I mean, it was, it was just another another conversation, you know. I mean, he was really nice, and you know, he saw I was an Aggie, and gave me a fist bump right away. I was like, nice, you know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I will say, working in sports does have its perks, you know. Uh, especially for me, like, I mean, this last weekend, I was at our WrestleMania event that we hosted, uh, which was really fun. Uh, you know, little kid me was going all crazy about that, uh, but. Yeah, no, working in sports does have its perks sometimes. 
um, getting to experience some stuff like that, which, you know, just increases your, your passion for working in sports. Mm-hmm. Yep. And speaking of the WrestleMania, I saw that was the most attended WrestleMania ever. Is that what I was seeing on the internet? It, it was like 156,000 or something like that in Jerry's world. Yeah. So it was, yeah. So, um, yeah, that WrestleMania did become, so it became the highest grossing and most attended event in WWE history. So I believe it recorded some sort like a hundred. Yeah. Like you said, 150,000 fans. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was just a, a crazy atmosphere to be in. I will say that. Nice. Nice. What was, uh, what was your favorite moment from it? Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's, there was a few. So, I mean, as a kid, I, I mean, I grew up on wrestling. That was literally like, I would go crazy about it. So getting to see some childhood, some childhood wrestlers that, you know, I grew up watching such as like, you know, the undertaker, he made a, he made an appearance for, uh, since he was getting inducted to the hall of fame, just seeing the crowd go crazy when you hear his like stage music go on. Mm-hmm. lights turned off i mean it's mm. just a crazy atmosphere um that and i will say stone cold he was big he was big in those events i will say that just because texas guy i mean you you can tell just walking in the stadium half the people were with stone cold steve austin t-shirts like you knew <laughs> you knew half of them were just there to see him and mm-hmm. when you hear that glass shatter everyone <laughs> just goes insane it was crazy but yeah probably say those what seeing those two were were pretty insane nice i like you just saying that i got goosebumps because i was i was into wrestling too yeah uh, i was growing up and you know just hearing like the texas rattlesnake glass breaking oh uh, yeah wwe raw monday nights you know yeah exactly i mean it's <laughs> yeah i mean i was a jeff hardy guy growing up so all about falling through ladders and tables and doing all that types of crazy stuff i mean it was yeah, it was a great time back then. <laughs> yep, yep. Just reminiscing on the back in the day with that. So that was yeah, great. exactly. And I'm over here, you know, still pretty young, but <laughs> acting mm-hmm. like I've I've lived a yeah. lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome, man. Um, I think that's pretty much what I got in store. Is just what came to mind on me. Um, so just want to transition to the last part here. Yeah. Um, do you have any final words for the listeners on the podcast? Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, for, you know, I mean, this podcast was meant to, you know, motivate, you know, listeners. Um, so, I mean, for those of y'all, you know, listening to this and are interested in a career in sports or, I mean, you can literally put this into any career, but I mean, when I do say network, I, I truly mean, networking does go a long way um i mean it's gotten me to this far and i'm sure it'll continue to get me even farther in the future um and i also will say uh you know throughout my years i've self-reflected and um just kind of you know knowing what what gets you up every morning and like jt asked like your why just kind of figuring that out just really goes a long way um, into, you know, your everyday life, you know, I mean, it's something that people 
may not know about yet. Um, and when you do know about it, it's, you know, it's life changing because, you know, it, it gets you, it gets, gets you to do things that you never thought you could possibly have ever even do, you know, mm-hmm. such as, you know, myself, such as you, JT, you know, getting to, you know, where you're at today, getting to, you know, work for A&M. Um, and, and, you know, it's just figuring out your why um, into, you know, why you wake up every morning doing what you want to do um, is very important. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say also just, you know, having also taking care of yourself mentally and physically. Um, I truly believe in, in when it comes to self-care um, just because, you know, it's a crazy world we live in. But um, I mean, I, that's one of the things I, I try focusing on every day is just, you know, making sure, you know, I'm physically and mentally able to do the things that I'm able to do every day. Uh, especially, you know, when I'm waking up early, leaving work late, you know, and, and that's where, you know, I will say I try getting a workout in after work because, you know, I got to, again, take care of myself physically. Um, and then also spiritually, you know, if you're into, you know, f- having, you know, faith, um, that's also really important too in, in, in life. So I'm um, just also just keeping my, yeah, keeping in mind those three things um, really goes a long way. I will say that. Awesome. I mean, Robert here is speaking the truth and y'all, y'all, I have been blessed with being <laughs> able to hear this man. He, uh, he's definitely been a person who's made an impact on, on me as well. Um, but also those he's come in encounter with uh, throughout his life. So I just want to say, man, I mean, you, you, you're a great example, man. into into you know, when I say, you know, you're one of the people that I look up to, man. I mean, ever since I met you, man, the vibe you bring, especially, you know, when it was SMS, five officers, man, you, oh. you knew, man, you knew how to, how to motivate, you knew how to, you know, cheer us up, man. I mean, that's all, that's all you, man, all you. Well, I appreciate it. Now, I will say uh, for the listeners, those, uh, those five, that was a special group. Uh, shout out <laughs> to Robert, shout out to Drake, shout out to Aaron, and shout out to Alex. Y'all, y'all are listening. Um, that was definitely a special group for sure uh, with our two and a half hour long meetings on, uh, <laughs> on Mondays. Yeah. <laughs> wherever and then, we were. Um, but yeah. And then also got to give a shout out to, to the, the sixth member at our retreat. What was her? what was the what was the ghost name was uh (laughs) it was uh sharon was it sharon yeah sharon it was sharon she had a room (laughs) in the front that no one would sleep in so (laughs) yeah man that was great times man great times yeah hopefully if she's listening somehow you know (laughs) the ghost ghost is listening to your podcast shout out to to that <laughs> the ghost of sharon yeah exactly not, <laughs> but yeah and like i said like yeah when when jt said it was like a, a an old room would just like i mean it, it looked like you were watching a horror film like you knew something <laughs> bad was gonna happen like we had to keep that door closed the whole time because i don't know about y'all but i was not having that i was like yeah no <laughs> don't want to be even close to this room <laughs> Fun fact, y'all, we actually locked that room from the inside. Yeah. <laughs> when yeah, we exactly. were on retreat. Yeah, hopefully Sharon wasn't 
smart enough to open a lock from the inside, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was, I will say that was definitely crazy, but that was um, definitely good memories. And, you know, all, all those are super successful people doing their things as well. And, you know, eventually we'll, we'll have them on the podcast too. Yeah. Yeah. And I got a quick question for you, JT. Yeah. What's up? Yeah. So, you know, now being out in the real world, man, do you do you miss the college life now or has it hit you yet? I know it's early in your career, but you missing you missing it? You know, um, I do believe in, you know, you work hard, you play hard. Uh, so like with the college life, I would say I don't really miss it because I wasn't really big on assignments. Um, you know, like. You go through school, do work, and then you have to come home and do homework. Um, I was just never really a big fan of that. Um, so that, that part I don't really miss. Um, but just the flexibility of college, I would say I miss that part, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I'm fully transitioned to being an adult, even though I'm still living in a college town. Um, <laughs> I think I'm still fully transitioning. I think what helped me was when I went to Tulsa um, and went up there didn't know a, a single person um but i think it it really helped me to find like myself as an adult so sure. um yeah i think i mean i i think i miss it but at the same time you know i'm uh fully in transition to being an adult and uh having some fun but like i said you gotta work hard but also you gotta play hard and have yeah. a good time so yeah man <laughs> yeah i mean you were a busy dude in college man i remember you always had that heavy backpack man Always carrying that heavy backpack. I never knew what was in there. Could have. I mean, I'm sure it was full of books and whatnot. But yeah, man, I remember you carrying that. I remember picking it, picking it up once, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, what does he have in here?" <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it was uh, it was all books. It was binders, uh, yeah. doing all that fun stuff. So yeah, man. <laughs> but appreciate you being on here, Robert. Uh, but for those listening, thank you for your time to listen to this podcast. And I hope the stories that Robert and I have shared on here has uh, helped make an impact on you today. Um, be able to go out and help others around you as well. So hope everyone has a great rest of your day, evening, morning, or whenever you're listening to this. You may be on our drive to Jerry's World. You might be listening to this. So, there we go. <laughs> but foremost uh we'll talk to you again soon and uh thank you again robert for being on here yeah thanks for having me jt yes sir all right have a good one all right